Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the comedy show Cut the Crap, where we take topical news stories and cut through the crap to find out what's really going on. This episode has been cobbled together from several clips with stand-up comedian Bentley Browning. Why, why is getting old a, a, yeah, an issue for you right now? Because the, the equity I've made in my house, I'm just going to have to spend on cosmetic surgery. Yeah, I can't get up in the morning and look at my face decaying anymore. I'm just thinking, I just can't bear this. I used to be half good looking, and now it's just like, who the freaking heck are you? It's just like, so what, no. What draws your attention? What part of your, your body or your face do you go, rah? I mean, what's, well, my entire face, my entire face. Your entire face, so not, not just a part, not just like a part of the nose, not a part of the chin, the whole, the whole package. No, the whole, the whole thing, the whole thing. And it's like a constant battle. I'm fighting against age, and, and I, I know that I should just give in. I know I should just give in. That's it. That's it. You're, you're 58. Give in. And uh, but it's just I've got this Cliff Richard complex in my head that just like it's just never wants to give in and wants to carry on sort of like <laughs> lifting, sculpting whatever is available. I don't want to turn into the sort of like open mic version of Joan Rivers. <laughs> but I, I think my thing with with getting old Bentley, there's there's a couple of things which are like really big indicators for me. I, th I think number one is the amount of plucking that I'm now doing, not on like a weekly basis, on a on a bi daily basis. There's the yeah, eyebrows, yeah. and and the eyebrows aren't just sprouting in the middle anymore. Oh no no no, they're like going all around the side of the face. Like I get like an eyebrow in the middle of my freaking right. forehead where it's never yeah, grown no, before, no. which is really Have odd. Have you used the scissors yet? I've, I just now to use scissors just like that oh no, i've got the old anymore. i've got a posh beard trimmer it's just 4.5 mil vroom vroom done done very oh, quick wow. very quick um oh, must use that. Yeah. but the, the worst thing for me about getting old right now that i'm really feeling is that i discovered i don't have an ass um and, and because i don't have an ass it's it's causing really bad problems with my legs and my hamstrings so much so that yeah. I'll, I'll go on a car journey for if the car journey lasts for over an hour i'll get excruciating pain in my legs and i'll have to actually mm -hmm. stop and walk around and and stretch it's i just got myself the first uh piles cushion i never thought i'd be in a position where i'd have to get a piles cushion not because i got piles no 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 because i don't have ass cheeks and yeah. because when i sit yeah. down the pressure goes on the, the muscle fiber and that's where the pain comes from um and so yeah that's top that old man thing i'm on the case bentley but i've got myself a, a pt I've, I've i've started doing a glutes class um at the gym um and yeah. um there's like these these uh, i think the one guy and a bunch of um very slim ladies doing it and the ladies are like yeah like 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 doing all the moves really really smoothly and i i, I kind of i looked at them at first i went oh that's that's nothing you're slaying on your side doing that with your legs i could do that and within about two minutes, I was like doing proper man groans, like, <laughs> and everyone was just like, "What the f is going on with him?" So, is there anything else, Bentley, that makes you feel old in particular, apart from just looking at your face? Any bodily functions? That's well, it's the bodily functions. Oh, what happened to go to the toilet about three times a night? Yeah, apart from that, no. Because they said drink water. Right. Yeah. They said drink water to dehydrate your body, and that's not something I've done for about forty-five years. Right. So uh, you do, but then you—I'm seem to be waking up ridiculously early now. Like I've got—I've gone from four, which is bad, but now it's like six o'clock without a shadow of a doubt. The mind starts going pew, 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 at six. Have you ever had that? 
every day every single day half five is mine half five i can't even if i go to bed at 1 a.m half five boom up half five well and you're up and out of bed not out of bed no no depends how much sleep i've had if if i've had like a good i need a good seven hours good seven hours i'll be up yeah. i'll be stretching I, I might even hit the gym um if it's less than that and i mean if it's like five minutes less than that i'm knackered i'm knackered i'm tired yeah. uh i need about yeah uh two cocoa plants of like coffee beans in order to wake up i'm just i'm i'm gone um, well, uh, I replace the coffee by doing the Lido, you know, going in the freezing water every day, which actually is 19 degrees at the moment, but it's that's my coffee, you know, it's an all body sort of like, it really wakes you up, you know. That reminds me a bit like the film Cocoon. I kind of imagine Lido yes, being is. a bit like the it film Cocoon. Exactly People go in really same. old and then it come out just like, ah. Like that. It is like Cocoon. It really is. But it, you, you look like you're going to a fetish party in the winter because you've got your flipping uh, wetsuit on, boots and gloves, and just like, oh, it, really <laughs> is, it is embarrassing, you know? And uh, you started doing comedy gigs again, uh, finally, after so long for not like, being yeah, able to do comedy gigs. gigs. Now, what is it like, Bentley, for, for, for you as a comedian, after not doing comedy gigs for so freaking long, and then you finally get on the stage? Was it, was it kind of nerve-wracking? Did you have to like, relearn a lot of the old tricks? Yeah, yeah, two words, old material. Yeah, no, no, just the old material. Rely on the old material, the stuff they know laugh. You haven't written anything for a year and a half, so flipping, if you're going to do a paid gig, make sure that you choose something that's out of date but funny. Um, like my Take Me Out experience, you know, so I did 10 minutes on that the other day. and um, You did 10 minutes was, and you Take Me Out experience? Yeah, 10 minutes, a 10-minute show on my Take Me Out experience. We're going to Edinburgh on Thursday, actually, so I'm going to try and find some places to do it there because obviously shows were cancelled this year. But I had a show two years ago called Take Me Out, which was cancelled. But I suddenly thought, oh, 50 minutes on a Take Me Out experience is ringing it a bit too much. <laughs> just a tad. Yeah, just a tad. Can we have a, <laughs> we have a taster? Interested. What, what's you know, your aura? Even, well, even at the beginning of this 10-minute show, Kevin, the other day, I said, uh, who wants to know how I got on and Take Me Out? Half the audience were like, yeah. The other half were like, oh, go on then. You know? <laughs> so I thought, ah, OK. But luckily, they did laugh. Yeah, and for our viewers who might not know exactly how that went, how how did that go exactly? Well, I met this woman there, and uh, our eyes met, and we went to the desert island, and um, we had a relationship, and we got engaged and married soon. And so. there's babies, and there's a house, and yeah, so now I guess you want to know what really happened. What really yeah. happened? Yeah, what really happened? Well, basically, we won't do the ten-minute act now, but um, when I came out and did this dance, which looked like a coked-up Theresa May, I mean, it really was like <laughs> like that. You know, it was just, I don't know what possessed me to do that. What made me think that girls are going to be attracted to that? 17 lights went straight out. I thought there'd been a power cut. <laughs> and um, then actually 18, if you count the light that went out behind my eyes. And uh, it was one girl shouted out, I know I heard this. She swears that nothing, she swears she didn't say it. But I heard her say, I've seen him on the undateables. Basically, I told jokes, they all died. And then um, I did an impression of Mick Jagger and half of them thought it was Kenneth Williams. The other half thought it was Alan Carr. And then it was just a complete blackout. And uh, oh, during, no, during the show, during the show, they went up to this girl called Amber and said, Amber, you uh, turned your light off. Um, 
why, why, why do you turn your light out? And she went, well, I'm not interested, but my mum might be. <laughs> to, which I, to which I went sort of like, oh, harsh. But inside I was going, result? Yes, yes. And, Where's uh, your mum? Where is she? Point her out for me. Bring yeah, her so up. At the end of the show, that's it. At the end of the show, they're all singing, all by myself, 400 people start singing that. And I'm trudging out. And I see this drunk woman on the balcony looking down going, you sad loser, you want to be? And me being a cocky twit just went, huh, I don't know, there's always Amber's mum. She goes, I am Amber's mum. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paddy went, cheer up, pal, cheer up, pal. There's a dressing room back there. So it's got wine, crisps and a gun. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, would you do nice. um, that nude one, that new dating show? What, uh, where was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I caught a little bit of that. That's that's. I saw about seven minutes of that about two months ago until I realised yeah. what was actually going on, and then I was like, ah, I'm done. I'm done. This it is too could, cringe. I know. I know. It could be therapy for um, getting blown out on Take Me Out, but I'm not so sure I've got the balls to do that. Well, I've got Quite literally. Balls, yeah. <laughs> Where I've are they? Got the balls, but I don't want to show my balls. You know what I mean? So, yeah. What is uh, the logic well, behind that? How? What mindset do you need to be in to think? Right. I'm going to get a date, and to do that, I'm going to go on TV. Yeah. Get completely naked. Show what I got to the world, and then let someone judge me completely just on what's going on what kind of mind do you need i mean you, you kind of need like yeah. a, either be like two uh, ends of the spectrum i think you either you either need to be just really thick come on let's be honest you just need to be a bit of a thicky or you just need like some kind of sen level of just yeah. confidence about yourself that you just won't give a monkeys a flying monkeys what anyone's gonna think and i'm not there bentley i'm not i'm not either side of that spectrum how old was I? I must have been about 19 20 years old and applied to be on this yeah. show where basically you would date a famous celebrity and um they would feed in facts through like a little hidden earpiece about the celebrity mm -hmm. to kind of give you every chance of <laughs> something happening and um the celebrity was jordan like before she was katie price when she was like oh the modern the model jordan um yeah and um I, at the time, I was doing this degree, this um, design degree, and I'd line up this really good placement, which I completely balls that, by the way. But it, actually, it was a really good place. It sounded like a really good placement at the time. Uh, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Martin Baker, and they do uh, injector seats for like all the big like uh, fighter jets, and they're working on the Eurofighter. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was either dating Jordan or. <laughs> Working for an injector seat company, um, and uh, I I chose the injector seat uh, thing. I I, I oh. bottled it. I totally bottled yeah. it. Um, and every now and then, I kind of think, ooh, yeah. what if? What if yeah. that actually happened? Or, what if that became a or, thing? You now you know how Pete Best, the ex drummer of the Beatles, feels. There we go. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like that. Apparently. <laughs> Have you abandoned anything in the past? Uh, yes, I abandoned my whole life once, believe it or not. Your I had whole a life? life going. I was in a band. We were supporting Faith No More at the Marquee. There's 700 people come to see us. And like an idiot, I fell in love with a Spanish girl. And after six months, thought, I'll move to Barcelona. And so I flipping Did you gave really? Is this true? Is this a 100% true. Went to Barcelona. That relationship went downhill as soon as my foot hit the tarmac. 
Because in this country, your Spanish girlfriend's looking to you for support and encouragement and everything. You're the one like, yeah, I know everywhere to go. Let's do this. Let's do that. It's the opposite when you go to Barcelona. I was like, oh, I've got to get a job. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, I'm nervous. And she just go, I didn't want you to move her here just to be nervous, blah, blah, blah. Split up, absolutely heartbroken. Like, I just thought they'd replaced me in the band in London. Um, it was just an absolute nightmare. And the worst thing, I've got to tell you this, Kevin, the worst thing okay. is that she was a bit of a wannabe model and she got her first modeling job and she was put on the cover of a magazine called Premier Linear. I think it's still going, I don't know. But And then because they have kiosk on the street in Barcelona, they hang the magazines up. So everywhere I went for a month, severe heartbreak, I would see a picture. I'd be walking along, just go, oh! Oh, oh no, so you could escape like her. She was everywhere. Nightmare. It was it was like some sort of Borsian dystopian nightmare. People forget because I've been on holiday. People I've said to people, I've I've just been on holiday. And then and they've forgotten what you do on holiday. People go, so what what was good about it? I said, well, being on holiday, sun on your face, the breeze, beautiful food, every you know, hotels, and they were like. Oh, really? People have just forgotten just because they've not been away for two years. And it's like, get a life, please. Get a life. You mean you can't? That's really done my head in. Having to explain what a holiday is. Mm. I'm not joking that. I'm not actually not joking. So what's your normal holiday plan then, Bentley? Do you, are, are you like a sort of yeah. person to like sit and like let the sun go on your face and just really relax? Or do you need to be entertained? Do you need to be constantly doing something? Well, you, and you, that... you have everything made for you food-wise. Yeah. You know, sort of breakfast, dinner, in between, walking around, swimming in the sea, swimming in the pool, swimming in the sea again, swimming in the pool, going around by meanness crap like I've been to Marbella t-shirts that just fade and fit in a few days. Oh, just the whole bit. It's just fantastic. It's just absolutely fantastic. Doing nothing. Doing nothing is just incredibly good for the brain that drives me nuts actually i can't do nothing i really honestly can't do nothing when i go on holiday oh, uh, I, I, I drive the missus insane because she she yeah, she quite enjoyed doing that. nothing but i want to go on like a buggy i want to go on like a, a really big excursion and i want to go on like the slightly risky excursion as well because you go on like the normal yeah. excursions you always end up where where do you end up bentley if you go on a normal in excursion in a cave in no no in a carpet shop Always, 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 either in a carpet shop or like a, a liqueur shop where it's like lemon liqueur, where the first taste is fine. And maybe in the second or third taste, it's fine. But then you buy a bottle of that crap, you get home, and you're like, why did I buy this? I'm never going to drink it. I'm going to give this to old people when they visit. Yeah, you do stuff that just doesn't make sense. You bring a shirt back and you go, what did I buy that for? That made sense in Spain. That looks like I'm like a twit with that on here. You know, that's the, that's what holidays are. Bring them back, for goodness sake. Uh, you know, instead of going to a mud hut in Cornwall and paying £600 a night, just just spend the money wisely and go to Spain or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. What about the risk of being caught in another country, though? Isn't, isn't that a thing? Being caught in another country, the rules changed, and then all of a sudden you have to, like, immigrate to Spain and... Um, I mean, it's happening less yeah. now, but it, it, it can still happen with the whole Delta thing. Yeah, there was 24 hours of sort of mild panic when you think, well, I've done this test. What happens if it's positive? I'll have to stay in some hotel in Parma and pay for myself and it hasn't got a balcony. And the, 
that did freak me out a bit, but it's just a lottery. This year, it was a lottery, but it was busier than last year because nothing stops me from going away. I save all year for it, nothing. I cannot have a summer without going to, because I used to live in Spain, didn't I? So mm -hmm. I have to go back. And, uh, but yeah, there was mild panic, but you cannot move for test centers out in Spain. You think, before you go, you think, oh, we're going to get a test. Oh, I don't know. How am I going to do all, sort all that? You get there. There's about seven test centers on my road. You oh, can't Jesus. move for them. You can't move for them. So what, what's been your worst ever holiday experience then, Bentley? What's, have you ever had a holiday where, because it's, you sound like a real kind of holiday kind of commitment guy. You make sure you go on holiday every yeah. year. So you oh, must have had one or two bad ones. Art camping, without doubt. Folkestone camping, waterlogged, nearly drowning in water that was just coming through a tent. That leaks in the tent, awful, never go again, done camping. I was in the Scouts, I did like five years of solid camping, never again. I'm I'm now an absolute luxury only diva flipping, no. Camping, that one in Folkestone, we literally had to sort of swim out of the site. It was lousy. Oh, one went to Glastonbury, that wasn't a holiday, you know, because we had mushrooms and it turned into sort of like Vietnam, helicopters and mud. <laughs> that was bad. That was that was not a holiday, but that comes to mind. I, I think I think the last experience I had with um, with uh, a little bit of anything like that, it was in uh, it was a Reading festival actually, and yeah, um, I, I remember no, someone gave me a cookie. That was it. Someone gave me a, a a brownie which was laced with God knows what. Oh yeah, and um, I I remember like poking my head out of my tent and I was gone. Yeah, and I was like, where am I? And they were like, yeah. you don't know where you are? I'm like, I'm in Nam, man, I'm in Nam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really thought I was in Nam because same the, the night me. before oh, I watched Heavy Metal gosh. Jacket. Yeah, same with me. Rain, helicopters. Going to, and then I remember one farmer just going like, <sighs> like that. And I just thought, this is just a nightmare. So uh, what about your best ever holiday experience, Bentley? What's, what's been the, uh, has there been one that's been just above all others so i've got to well i've got to say for right out there rank weirdness japan japan uh, now i'm jealous now i'm jealous because There's... you know spain yeah go on the beach have a good that's fantastic yeah but but right out there like nothing you'll ever do ever again japan uh 10 days oh my god <laughs> nothing can prepare you for that you, you just arrive at you arrive with all your english stress and you just hit the airport and there's just piped music like ah. and everyone's just walking around just in this zombie buddhist trance of just like ah. and, and train stations that pipe sound again ah. you know and it is everything they say it's weird you know there's lights everywhere there's strange toilets that you can't work out even the toilets play music to cover up the sounds of anything uh, towards, so you know? I really want a Japanese toilet. I, I'm aspiring towards a Japanese toilet. One of the problems is that in you the UK, you can't have like a mains connection in the bathroom. You got to find some kind of workaround. Ah, um, right. okay. But I'm I'm a firm believer of um, getting water on your bum actually after you've gone to the loo. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I was I was listening to the radio about it, and it was Chris Evans talking about it, and he was he was saying how yeah if if uh, you you brought in muck from outside you. You stepped in the poo, and then you brought that into your house. You wouldn't just clear that up with like a dry 
thing, right? You'd get like a, a wet thing and then you'd, you'd, you'd do it and then you'd get the spray and you'd, you'd, you'd do it properly. So I kind of use yeah. that analogy with like, yeah, toilet paper and, and, and spray. So I'm I'm a big yeah. advocate of the Japanese toilet. Yeah, um, our system's like Victorian compared to that. Yeah. It really is. And the thing that always pops into my head when someone says that they've gone to Japan now is, um, did you see a sex robot? That's that's what we want to know. Did you encounter one of these magical devices? No, I didn't see a sex robot. I just saw a robot that welcomes you to the uh, cafe. Okay, and, and you didn't have sex with that robot. To it, and I was just like, I mean, surprise, surprise, I don't like robots either because it's just dehumanizing. How do you go to Japan and not like robots? That's like part of the reason why you'd go to Japan, isn't it? You've got the well, culture, the food, a, robots. There's a, bit a, there's a bit of a myth about Japan because even the hotel, the, the, not the hotel, I, mean, I was saying the hotel in Tokyo, but I went to visit a friend out in Utsunomiya and the house didn't even have central heating. It was just freezing. And, and you know, everything's very primitive. It's, much, it's, it's, it's only in Tokyo there's like lights and there's all those, that sort of stuff. Do you know any good Japanese swear words? No, I don't even know English swear words, do I? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know any Japanese. But I did I did end up doing some uh, Japanese, but what was it now? I can't remember, because it was New Year. I was there for Christmas Day. Check this out. I visited loads and loads of Buddhist temples, mm -hmm. which is weird being a Christian. And so the, the, my friend took me to this Buddhist temple on Christmas Day. He said, choose one of the lucky fortunes. So I picked a lucky fortune out, a piece of paper, and honestly, it said, you are going to have a very bad year. You will lose your friends and die in hospital. No, <laughs> no, he didn't. Like, this is Christmas Day. Well, this is Christmas Day. What is this? And it was, that's what, and she said, oh, no, you're lucky. If you pull that one out, you're lucky. I was going, that's not luck. That's a curse on my life. What am I even doing in a Buddhist hotel? I'm Christian. Get me out of here. Was that a bit of a setup though? Well, did they have like another package you could do after? It's like a setup. No, no. Because we had to go to about another three Buddhist temples just to pick out something that just like negated the bad one. Oh, Jesus. Because you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? that's all there is to do go and visit Buddhist temples in, in, in Kyoto and uh, all over the place. Oh, yeah, I'll never forget that. It, it, it just wished complete bad darkness on my life. Yeah. <laughs> Fortune cookie yeah. or cookie, but yeah. Kind of going off the idea of uh, of, of going to Japan now. My, my Futurama yeah, image is slowly melting. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please do subscribe to our podcast and leave us some feedback below. We'd really, really appreciate it if you did. Feel free to check us out on YouTube by searching for Cut the Crap Comedy or go to my Instagram page at the Kevin Durham, which will link you to the content. <laughs>